It's the day after midterm elections, and we woke up this morning, and we said, where is the red wave? Where is the red tidal wave? What happened to that? Blood moon. Red success. Red wave was kind of a red trickle. People are saying maybe the Republicans will get the Senate, maybe not. But the most disturbing fact that we can observe, especially as older people, I've got a little gray hair, is this. This info right here. I tweeted this out. It went viral. Do you agree with me or do you disagree with me? Leave a comment below. Uh, or if you're in the live chat right now, leave a live chat comment. Most, here's the tweet, most 18 to 29-year-olds voted overwhelmingly a shift plus 28 points for weed, LGBT, LMNOP, the A word, abortion, blue cities, and student loan forgiveness. The future is degeneracy. Now, what's interesting is I tweeted this. There's a lot of people on board with it. But the left has gotten a hold of my tweet and are retweeting it. They're like, cry, baby. That's what you get. Ha ha. Cope. Cringe. All that. But do you agree? Is the future degeneracy? And what can we do about it? It's important to remember that all political problems are just downstream of spiritual problems. The 18 to 29-year-olds, now I got to admit, you're probably going to think I'm a bigot. I'm an old white man bigot. But I got to admit, when I was voting in Texas yesterday, or the, yeah, I saw a young lady. She was probably 18 or 19, I'm guessing. Covered in rainbow gear, LGBT awareness. I was very aware. Purple hair. And I thought to myself, in this republic, in the United States of America, I have eight kids. I own several businesses. I published 11 books. I try hard. I pay taxes. Own property. But when it's all said and done, that 18-year-old girl with the rainbow gear and the purple hair and me or anybody else out there trying to make a go at it, we got the same voice, same amount of political clout. In other words, her rainbow vote canceled out my vote. And that's that. America is not a meritocracy. Is that right? You know, I got to think about it. I got to think about why is it that someone who's 18 has the same say as me? Maybe that's just me becoming an old curmudgeon. There it is. I want to look at some of the stats, though, just to show you what's going on in voting demographics. And I might do a little Q&A, too, so stick around. Before I do, please, if you like this, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit the bell. And if you wouldn't mind, please go ahead and like this video, give it a thumbs up, give it a share on Twitter and Facebook, and of course, 
hit the bell. Okay, here are the numbers. This is 2022 exit numbers. 18 to 24 year old, 61% vote Democrat, 36 uh, Republican. And then in the 25 to 29 demographic, look at that. Wowzers. 65% vote Democrat, 33 Republican. So that's the younger demographic. They're solidly, solidly in line with democratic ideals. Now let's look at, let's go back and look at some of these ideals. Okay, the young generation, and by the way, I don't, I understand that not everybody 18 to 29 feels this way. I'm talking about the majority, I'm talking about trends, I'm talking about demographics. So if you're in the live chat right now and you're like, well, I'm 24 and I'm pro-life and I love Christ and I voted Republican, I know you're out there. Of course I know you're out there. Thanks be to God, Deo gracias, you're out there. I'm talking about the majority of your generation in America. I'm not dissing you. I'm not talking down to you, okay? We love you. Virtual hug. There you go. Okay, but most right now, they're all about that weed. Smoking that Mary Jane. It's a big part of the youth culture. Legal in so many states now. We freaking love marijuana. And what we're seeing in this younger generation is dependency on drugs, alcohol, pornography. It's very sad. And yes, I'm talking about fentanyl. I'm talking about alcohol. All of this. These are people, young people, who grew up after the wake of the boomers. They've grown up with divorce. My generation had divorce. They've got even, they've got, they don't just have parents that are divorced. I mean, at least in my time, our parents were divorcing, but our grandparents weren't. Now, these kids are growing up. Grandparents are divorced. They got step-grandparents. Uh, they've got divorced parents and step-parents. And, I mean, the single mom thing has exploded even worse. I mean, they have grown up without the proper family network. And they're broken and they're hurting. That's not their fault, right? And so they've turned to coping mechanisms. And what do we do when we want to cope? We want to hit that dope. Cope with the dope. Copamine, dopamine. How do you get pleasure in this life? Well, the primary means of getting pleasure in this life are food, sex, and mind-altering substances. Those are the, you could say, easy ways to get those dopamine hits. Now... Building a business over 30 years and selling it for a lot of money also is a huge dopamine hit as well, but it's hard to do. Being married for 35, 40, 50 years is also a big happy moment, joyful moment, but that takes a lot of work. If you're struggling, if you have low self-esteem, if you have problems because you've grown up in brokenness, these are the coping mechanisms. So it's the weed, it's the alcohol, it's the drugs, it's the LGBT. How can you maximize the most amount of orgasms? Well, porn and depraved sexual culture. 
honestly, the LGBT culture is a depraved sexual culture. You know, we might as well just throw in an F in there for fornicators. LGBTF, straight fornicators. Because it's seeking happiness, not in marriage, not in the procreation of children, not in the building of society, not in trying to get to heaven, but in maximizing orgasms. That's ultimately what the whole sexual revolution is about and the whole sexual culture is about. It's unnatural. It's a perversion. And then, of course, if you're going to participate in a depraved sexual culture, you're going to have babies conceived. And that means abortion. Abortion must be on demand. It must be a right. It must be secured. And it must be paid for by taxpayers. By old white men. They have to pay for it. Businesses have to pay for it. Governments must be in place. And this brings up a sensitive topic about the women's vote. And again, I know you ladies are out there. You're pro-choice. You're pro-God. You're pro-Christ. You're pro-family. You're pro-husband. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the majority of female voters in America. Not you, the good ladies. I'm talking about the majority. Look at this right here. This is the latest exit poll, 2022 midterms. All right. When it comes in red is Republican and blue is Democrat. When it comes to men, 56% vote Republican, 42% voted Democrat. Look at the females. 53% vote Democrat, 45% vote Republican. Do you know in the exit polls what the top two issues were of people exiting the polls? And they said, what's your most important thing that you're voting for right now in 2022? Do you know what they were? I'm going to go over to the live chat right now. Anyone in the live chat know what the top two exit poll issues were for people that voted in midterms in 2022 all across the United States of America? Anyone? I'm waiting. While we're waiting, like this video. Thumbs up. Okay, yes, Louise is a smart person. Louise Nolan. She's watching over on Facebook right now. Abortion and inflation, actually it's reversed. The number one issue for voters right now was inflation, and the number two was abortion. Louise, congratulations. Everybody give her a round of applause and a thumbs up. Now, we all know inflation hurts everybody. It makes it hard to buy housing, cars, milk, diapers, food, gasoline, everything. It's a major hit, especially for the poor. So I, we all can understand. I think everybody can say, yeah, inflation, bad. All right, this is Federal Reserve. This is all these printing money and fiat currency. It's a whole other show. Right now, I want to go back to abortion. That was the number two issue. These Democrats, these pro-abortion people were ticked off that Roe v. Wade was overturned and so they came out. And also the young people came out and voted Democrat because they want to have the baby killing back as a right. 
Sadly, this comes also not just with the youth, but also with women voters. This is politically incorrect. Are you throwing tomatoes at me? Are you throwing bricks at me? Commentators don't talk like this. You're not going to hear anyone say what I'm saying right now on Fox News. This is taboo. You can't talk about it. That's why you got to help me out on YouTube and give the likes and the thumbs ups. Leave a comment. Am I right or am I wrong? But the Democrats have successfully branded for their own the female vote locked up at 53%. And then also the young vote with the demographic demographic at 18 to 24 at 61 percent and then 25 to 29 65 percent locked it up and that raises the question is the future degenerate is the future degenerate are we are we just screwed leave a comment let me know And how do we help these young people? Broken families, broken hearts, broken minds, uh, dependence on drugs and alcohol. Didn't have a dad to take him into the garage and work on projects, carve wood, sand wood, load bullets, weld, talk, hike pitch tents, play sports, throw the football, baseball. No dad sitting down in the living room when the teenage girl comes out of her bedroom in her dress and he says, you look beautiful, with a hug and a kiss on the cheek. All that a generation, for the most part, didn't get that. These young men, they don't know how to walk up to a girl and approach her and ask her on a date because they sit in front of monitors every day and masturbate looking at screens. Their whole understanding of what is a woman is totally warped. Can't even talk to them. Their masculinity is perverted and inverted. And then they smoke weed and then they drink and they get blacked out. And then the girls, no dad affirming them, no mother modeling true feminacy, modesty, how to interact properly with a husband. These young girls don't see it. And of course the bad boys come around and they have sex and then they get pregnant and then they want to have an abortion and you do that over in your first abortion, second abortion, third abortion, fourth abortion. And then you see on TV, Mean white Christian men want to take this away from you. And they become very much pro-abortion, pro-choice. What else? Blue cities, crime. I had a friend, uh, my wife Joy and I, we went to Jazz Fest in uh, New Orleans a few years back. This was pre-COVID. We had a great time. We loved New Orleans. It was fun. My buddy just got back from New Orleans and he said there are people strung out on the street by Bourbon Street, which is always not a great place to be, but he said it's so much worse now. 
while they were walking to a nice restaurant, one of his buddies got bumped up, and when he and the guy ran off, and when he checked, he had stolen his his uh, phone wallet, and then five people were murdered in New Orleans while they were there. And he said the service was bad, and the hotel. And he just he said New Orleans has sunk; it's gone down. He's like, I probably won't go back to New Orleans. Said, That's a bummer. New Orleans can be a great place. There's a great Latin Mass in New Orleans, St. Patrick's. Maybe he's wrong about that. Maybe you live in New Orleans and that's wrong. But you look at Chicago, you look at San Francisco, you look at L.A., you look at New York. You look at these places where the mayor has become, Austin has become more like this. Where it gets more woke. And what do you have? Homelessness, needles, people defecating on the street drugs is this america is this america you kind of have to wonder what else student loan forgiveness so let me be the very first person to say that college tuition is outrageous and there's a total scam going on in american universities and also the federal loan program is also completely corrupt and the universities, private and public, use all of this to make an enormous amount of cash. And yes, it is, the, the students are prey and the university system is the predator. I agree with all that. It's totally corrupt. It's bad. And these young people are being deceived when they go and get a bachelor's in basket weaving or women's studies or um, uh, feminist Native American trans LGBT studies, whatever these majors are, and then they can't find jobs and they're upset and they say, gosh darn it, the government, my government daddy needs to come and rescue me from this problem and they have to take away my student debt. Okay, the question then is who pays the student debt? Somebody has to pay it, and it's the taxpayer who has to pay it. And why should other people pay for that? It's true. You got tricked. You signed up for a loan. You racked up debt for something you didn't need. But guess what? Everyone else out in this world, except for like really rich billionaire people, we all have mortgages, loans on our houses. Some of us got tricked and bought high. Some of us were blessed and we bought low, but you know you can't just say, well, I was tricked and go to the bank and get it forgiven. Or I made a mistake. Some of us have car payments. Some of us have student debt and paid it all the way off. Some of us have business loans in order to grow our business. You can't just say, well, I was tricked. I thought this business would work great in my city and now it doesn't. I need the loan forgiven. Loans are loans. The money came from somewhere and it has to be paid back by someone. This idea that big daddy government is going to come along and fix everyone's problems is just ridiculous. Yes, it's wrong. Yes, we need to raise awareness about the raw deal that college can be for people. But to go and complain to the government to pay it all back? Is that legit? Or is it just creating another 
weakness. Okay, so what's the solution? Anybody have any solutions in the live chat right now? How do we help these young people? Or is the future just totally degenerate? And they're going to basically... What? Martyr us? Kill us? Right? All right. Pair... Questions, comments, how do we fix it? Well, while you put in your comments, may I suggest this? The devil, Satan has his own youth ministry. He wants to recruit people into his ministry. That's how Satan is. He uses schools. He uses gangs. He uses universities. He uses uh, all kinds of cultural tools to recruit and deceive people. How do we counter that as Christians, as Catholics? How do we help these people who have grown up maybe in a home where mom has a new boyfriend every month, men coming in and out, and who knows what those men are doing with the children and what they're exposed to sexually, drugs, crime. I mean, what do we do to help those people? All right, here's some comments coming in. This is gray water. The better people of this generation need to speak out and become parents themselves and contribute to trying to fix the issues. I agree, I agree. So, but is speaking out enough? I'm speaking out right now. Is that gonna fix things? What do you do with a generation of people who are broken and who are turning to everything that comes with what we might call the Democrat culture? All right, here's one perspective from B. Trav. Can't fix it. Got to get worse before people wake up. We pray fast and live saintly lives. That's one perspective. You read the prophet Jeremiah, prophet Ezekiel, kind of sounds like that. We're going to get what we deserve. And it's up to a remnant, a certain amount of people who just say, you know what? It's going to get really bad. I don't like it. I've got to live my own life. I've got to be holy. I got to take care of my own and my family. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Take care of my own garden and not worry about the big mess. Okay, that's one perspective. Here's Colt with a super chat. Thank you for the super chat, Colt. Save America by balkanization, civil war near. Um, I would just say during COVID, even the red states and the red cities just bowed their head and obeyed on masks and on, you know, certain medical treatments that were forced upon people. I mean, there's a lot of us that didn't, but a lot of people just gave up. So to think that we're going to have civil war and People are going to actually pull out guns when they couldn't even keep a mask off their face in America or avoid giving getting a medical treatment poked into them. I just have serious doubts that there's enough fortitude and masculinity in America to do anything like that. As you can see, I'm revealing a little bit of a pessimist card when it comes to the future of America. Here's something else that I agree with. This is from Renee. She says, the problem starts with some 
of our errant clergy, Cardinal Dolan affirmed on Fox News that he's a registered Democrat. Yeah, like I said earlier, all spiritual, pro all political problems flow from spiritual problems. In America, we have Catholic bishops who are sloppy, lazy, don't do their job, heterodox, and are completely in bed with the leftist woke agenda. They're promoting BLM. They're promoting open borders and they keep their tongue still and their lips quiet whenever the topic of abortion or homosexuality or abortion is discussed because they want to keep tax-exempt status and they want to, like Cardinal Dolan, be invited to chill and hang out with Barack Obama, Joe Biden, you know, movie stars, A-listers, etc. It's embarrassing. Our bishops are completely embarrassing. Autumn J, please help the good doctor. Hit the thumbs up, folks. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Here's a spiritual perspective. This is from Mary Mary. Every holy mass heard with devotion produces in our souls marvelous effects, abundant spiritual and material graces, which we ourselves do not know. It is easier for the earth to exist without, and I think the rest of the quotes cut off, um, without the mass than without the sun, is the Padre Pio quote. Yes, we must become holy. We must pray. Ultimately, these young people, what do they need? They need God's grace. They need God's love. No amount of lectures, no amount of Jordan P Jordan Peterson, he has some good things to say, no amount of those kind of things are going to reform and reestablish a broken generation. But God's grace can. God's grace can enter into, say, St. Augustine, who was a fornicator, a Manichaean, a corrupt man with a bad conscience, and transform him into a priest, into a bishop, into a saint, into a doctor of the church. God's grace is that powerful, and that's what we need to give these young people, and that's what we need to pray for when we pray our rosaries every single day. Got to pray that rosary every day or you're not on the team. Do you agree with me? Leave a comment. Yes. All right. More questions and comments coming right at you. Valier, no solutions, just that we can never give up. Like any family, we are all in it for the long haul. We pray, but we must also keep showing by example and talking to our youth about what is important and why. I can't agree more. We got to talk to the youth we have, our kids. We've been having a lot of conversations at home. We got eight kids about politics, about morality, about justice, about truth, about pronouns, about all the things that are coming at our kids. Joy and I, as parents, have a responsibility to raise them and to educate them. And they need to know the answers. They need to be filled. I was so happy. Um, two days ago, my 18-year-old daughter texted me and she showed me that she's over halfway finished reading the Catholic Holy Bible. Shout out to Rose. 
you know, as a parent, that makes me happy. She's going to finish reading the entire Bible while as a teenager. But I encouraged her to do that as a dad. I said, you need, and I tell my other kids to do it. Not all of them are doing it. Rose is on point. Good job. They've got to fill their minds, renew their minds with the power of sacred scripture, God's word. That right there is going to be more powerful than anything I as, the fa as a father taught her because she's learning from her father who are in heaven. By the way, why don't we say a prayer right now? Let's pray the, the Our Father in Latin for all these young people. Oremus. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in Celi, Sanctificetur Nomen Tuum, Adveniat Regnum Tuum, Fiat Voluntas Tua, Sicut in Celo et in Terra. Panem Nostrum Quotidianum de Nobis Odie, et emite Nobis Debita Nostra, Sicut et Nos Dimitimus Debitoribus Nostris, et ne Nos Inducas in Tentationem, Se libera nos amalo. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. We got to pray. We got to catechize. The biggest investment, if you're a parent, if you're married, the biggest investment you make is not your IRA, not your SEP, not your real estate. It's your children. You must protect your children, educate your children, equip your children. That means getting them the right books, the right conversations, being a mentor, finding mentors. We must actively be doing it. It's not just sending your kid to a Catholic school. In many cases, that can be bad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. All right. Let's find some more good comments. My audience is so smart. I probably have the most educated audience on all of YouTube. You guys are great. I learn from y'all. Sometimes in the middle of the show, I see see things, and I'm like, oh, that's a good thing. I need to mention that. Invisible Man, he has a super chat. He says, why fix something I've been outcasted from? Like, why fix America? Um, because it's your homeland. It's your patrimony. You were born here. It's your fatherland. You owe something to it by justice. Thomas Aquinas teaches that we owe piety towards our nation. You might say, well, my nation is Protestant. My nation is atheistic. My nation is given over to idolatry. Okay, that's all bad. Just like your parent, they might be getting to bad things. But you owe piety. You owe prayer. You owe the work to improve it because of the virtue of justice, one of the four cardinal virtues. So we must, even though it's so messed up, we have to try whatever we can to make it better. Oh, Invisible Man just said, not America, my generation. Well, yeah, I don't think you owe anything to your generation. You owe something to your country, but your generation is the future of America, so you got to do something. I hope that's satisfactory. Thank you, Invisible Man, for the super chat and for the comment. That was legit. And you are legit. Have a nice day. Okay, I'm going to do a couple more comments here, and then we'll, we'll sign off. I like this one here from Denise. We need to pray the rosary, fast, quote scripture, speak to your children's peers, and show them God's love. 
wants more for them than they want for themselves. Boom shakalaka. Good job, Denise. I'm going to give you the DJ sound. My son's going to think I'm such a dork. Yeah, that's it right there, Denise. Pray your rosary every day. Fast. Are you fasting once a week, people? Are you giving up meat on Friday? If so, why not? Are you so spiritual that all these saints had to fast and give up meat on Fridays and meat on Wednesdays sometimes and had to fast all the time to become saints and you don't? You just keep reaching the cookie jar and having a double meat burger on Friday and you think you're going to get somewhere or change society or change your family or sanctify your wife or your kids when you're just given over to your appetites? No, you got to fast. You got to read scripture. Today, not to boast, but today I finished reading the entire New Testament. Felt good. God's word is in my mind. It's in my heart. But that means you have to actually pick the book up, read and turn the pages. Or listen to it. And I have Dewey Rames files set up for you to read, to listen to on the VoiceStream app. You can have access to the files or a thank you for all my patrons. So you can become a patron, a patron at patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. I'll send you a rosary, free book or books, depending on your level. You also get access to those list, um, audio texts. So you can listen to, say, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John while you're driving around, or you can listen to the book of Hebrews, or listen to the book of Romans, or the book of Genesis, or the book of Psalms. Uh, that's available to all my patrons at patreon.com. But yeah, we gotta, <clears throat> Denise says, we gotta quote scripture, and we gotta speak to our children, <clears throat> and speak to their peers, and let them know about God's love. When there's kids over at my house, let's say it's a Friday night, Saturday night, some teenage friends, I say, all right, it's time to pray rosary. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, aren't you, aren't you Catholic, Johnny? Yeah, I'm Catholic. Well, then you got to pray a rosary. Get your beads. You're going to pray the rosary. If you're at my house right now at 8 o'clock p.m., you're going to pray the rosary. That's what's up. And then they're going to pray the rosary. Graces. If you don't want to pray the rosary at 8 o'clock, get out of my house. It's rosary time. That's what's what. All right, I'm gonna do one more question or comment. Here we go, last one. Jopheth O'Connor. We need a country ruled by Catholics, God willing. It's true, but where are they? The conservative voices are evangelicals right now. Shame on us Catholics that we can't produce articulate, intellectual, godly, holy, impressive witnesses in the public space for public office. Shame on us. So that's something for your rosary. When you're praying your rosary, pray for godly leaders because we need them. Need them. And pray your rosary every day or you're not on the team. You got to pray your rosary every day. You got to read your Bible every day. You know, you got to start doing fasting, like don't eat till noon every day or at least a few days. You can do it. You're a big boy. You're a big girl. You can do it. You can suffer for the Lord. Offer up things to sanctify this world on earth as it is in heaven. Can we do that? Yes. And for crying out loud, stop eating meat on Friday. Come on. Give up those things that bring pleasure 
You don't have to give everything up. We, we're spoiled. We, we're not like ancient Christians living under the Roman Empire, getting persecuted and slaughtered and all that. We got it so easy. Just do a little penance. We can do it. All right. That's a wrap. Special thanks to everyone who's a supporter at Patreon.com. If you want to get my new book, Antichrist and Apocalypse, number one bestseller, if you want a signed copy, you got to go to Patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. Check out everything over there. I already said pray the rosary. So that's a wrap. All right. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says, you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. Pray your rosary. Do penance. Fast. Read your Bible. Find a traditional Latin Mass. Sanctify. Be salty. Salt the food. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the like button, the thumbs up, and subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and clicking the bell for notifications. God bless. See you in future videos.